Welcome to Swim.Rocks, the show that shares information, ideas and inspiration between swimming people who stay dry. I'm your host, Ben Ramsden, and today I'm talking to Fiona DeSalis about organising parents in the swim club. Now, we all know that events require people to help run them, and Abbotsley has been very fortunate to have Fiona on the committee for many years, and she's an expert at organising the timekeeping roster, presentation night duties, and many other tasks. She's very effective at doing this and makes people feel great about helping, in my view. I was therefore very keen to understand the secret of her success. I started by asking Fiona when it was that she became committed to swimming. I think there was one parent who was very involved, very involved. Her husband was the president for many years and also held up many other roles who asked me if I would run a cake stall the first year and that was her way of roping me in. And somehow I've been hooked ever since. But somehow that running a cake stall turned into joining the committee and organising volunteers and... I think it's been a fantastic experience looking back. Now you, uh, to me, are absolutely amazing at organising things. Um, I've seen you organise the timekeeping roster for many years. You've organised the annual presentation night. You've done a whole lot of organising. Um, what sort of stuff have you been organising? Well, um, organising the timekeeping rosters, as you mentioned, that's... that's um, Swimming parents are very giving of their time. I think they're well invested in their children um, and generally very happy to help and I've actually never come across a more willing crowd. Um, so generally people ask what they can do to help and are very happy to be put on duties and I've actually never had a parent complain about anything. And um, in terms of organising um, our annual mini-meet for 12 and under swimmers, Again, it's just basically looking at the jobs at hand and looking at the people we have and trying to fit them around in the most appropriate duties. And I've never had any trouble with anyone wanting to help. Um, and I think that everyone comes out of the end of each of these events feeling extremely satisfied and I think they probably get more out of it than they put in. Well, that's absolutely fant fantastic to hear. Um, I wonder whether you might be putting a few rose-tinted spectacles on there because I've certainly I think we've both witnessed uh, some of our parents having a stand-up row at the end of the pool on uh, on one occasion uh, over, over one particular thing. <laughs> Do you, well, you, you, it sounds like you don't remember that one or it's well, faded into the distant memory, that one. <laughs> I think I was taking a break and your wife was present for most of that one. But, um, yes, definitely that was one issue. That was a time when someone had volunteered to fill in for another parent um, and then because they thought they might be late the other parent thought they might be late coming from their child's netball match and they ended up being on time and the person who was filling in was a little bit late and one person was happy to do the job the other one had come especially to do the job and um, yes I must admit one of them refused to ever help again but <laughs> anyway, she had I, I, done many many years of assistance yeah. and so her children were getting older and anyway it's not that I particularly wanted to go over that instant it, it was more um, I, I think you have a way I don't know how you do it of, of just being so positive all the time that people just it seemed that the positive air just seems to spread out so I was wondering how you could share the secret of your success in terms of uh, being this sort of positive encourager so that people uh, 
people just seem very happy to uh, to volunteer because I, I agree with you people generally do and I think I think it's something down to the way you've gone about it personally actually I took on board your advice Ben because previous to my organizing timing in particular um, the person who did it before me used to ask you know who's willing to do what time and then there often you found a situation where the same people were volunteering over and over again and the same people weren't volunteering over and over again and you suggested to me just put them on and tell them what they're doing so I did and but I try to be considerate and mindful of of when I put people on I try to look at a timeline and look at the events that people's children are swimming in and as best I can try to roster people on when their child might be warming up so they can be back in the stands cheering them on when they're swimming or videoing or whatever it is they'd like to do um, sometimes it doesn't always work out that way but that's that's what you most try to do um, I think that it's not just about organising the rosters it's about the sitting on the sidelines and being positive and supporting each other and supporting each other's children and um, believing that you know, children are swimming for the sake of swimming rather than for an individual pursuit um, and I think that all the parents you know, support each other and as a result of that vibe on the sidelines I think that makes them more willing to participate and help um, and also get to know it, getting to know each other and we form our own little band of as you say dryland swimmers on the sidelines and I think we're just as vested in everyone else's children as we are in our own and I think that just that energy is what passes on and makes people happy to participate and help. Yeah, I think you've touched on something quite fundamental there. You know, people get involved with these things because of duties and things that need doing, but they actually stay and, and are energised by the sort of the spirit of the place and the um, and by the uh, by the atmosphere and, and by all the other things. And um, it's, it's something that's very difficult to capture and something very difficult to, to define. But you're right, there's, a, there's there's something there, isn't there? It's hard, hard to put your finger on it, but it's uh, it's like the Velcro that keeps everybody together. Quite right, yeah. Um, I, I think we've got a terrific committee, and I think our committee put in a lot of a lot of effort. But as you say, it, it's an unspoken energy that. Um, but I, re- I really think it just comes from sitting on the sidelines and being a team. We had a coach um, some time ago who really fostered our team and in the formation of a team, not an individual pursuit, and a uh, previous president as well and follow future presidents as well who followed up on that, who really focused on Team AB. And I think that's that's been the key to the success of our volunteering. Now... Um in every interview I've done so far, I've had a quick fire round. What's the most useful item of equipment or piece of advice that you've had during your swimming career to date? <laughs> I needed these questions in advance to think about them. <laughs> most useful piece of advice? Um, probably my alarm clock in the morning. <laughs> That's probably my most useful piece of equipment. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Now, you, I don't think officiated at uh, a state meet but if you do the lucky door prize is either a bottle of wine or a box of chocolates are you wine or chocolates oh definitely chocolates <laughs> now have you had your time again in swimming what if anything would you do differently I actually don't think I would do anything differently I think I've been lucky enough to be amongst a great team of people and 
I can't think of a thing I'd do differently. Maybe more chocolates. <laughs> What's your 50 metre freestyle personal best time? <laughs> well, to tell the truth, I actually had never swum the length of a 50 metre pool until I met my now husband, um, which was a few years into my, a couple of years into working post university. And we used to run to the domain and swim and I was lucky to get in a kilometre in a lunchtime and I could not even tell you but I was very grateful I prefer a 25 metre pool because I can stop more often (laughs) and my final question is what's been your most exciting swimming moment um oh I think probably my daughter's first state couple of years ago state age long course and when she came second in the 200 metre breaststroke and at the same time I think our entire team came fourth and that would have to be paralleled with the first nationals that we went to that was also held in Sydney and a lot of the swimmers that weren't swimming at the time came along and supported each other and the general atmosphere was just electric. Well, although that was only a short interview with Fiona, I'm sure you'll agree that there were some really good tips about how to motivate people in there. I think it's one of the signs of somebody who's really good at their job. They just make it look completely easy and you actually have to stand back and uh, work out what it is they're actually doing to, uh, to be so effective. Well, thank you very much indeed for um, staying with us to the end of yet another episode. Next time, we'll be talking to Dennis Gorick about how to organise a swim meet. In the meantime, do stay dry. Bye.